Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's good, nerd? My stupid new camera is going back because it sucks and so I had to get the old one set back up. I'm so sorry. If it makes you feel any better, um, I too have had a hell of a day. Oh yeah? Yeah, I got scammed trying to buy sleep token tickets. <gasps> no! Like, you, did you try to like buy them from third party or something? Well, I signed up for the pre-sale. Like, I put my email in to register so I would get the pre-sale code. I never got the code. Kyle did, even though he registered like... At least two weeks after I did. Mm. Um, he tried. Ticketmaster crashed on him. Okay. So then I went on to Sleep Token Twitter. And someone said they were selling two tickets to Philadelphia. And I, like, I checked. I was very careful. I checked out their account. I made sure that they, like, you know, were an actual person and not just a bot. And everything looked mm-hmm. like it checked out. I was talking to them. I was like, okay, like, half now. Send me the tickets. You get the other half. They did not send me the tickets. Aww. So, I had to cancel my debit card. I am disputing the charges. They have been reported on Twitter and on PayPal. But, um, that's how my day is going. Well, I mean, they didn't sell out or anything through Ticketmaster, did they? I don't know. I think that block sold out because I know there's like the venue pre-sale tomorrow and then the general sale on Friday. So I'm trying again both of those times, but uh, that's the type of day I've been having. But um, some good news that I already informed you about. Um, Brooks, you have four weeks to become as much of a metalhead as possible because the episode that we are recording on February 21st, that will be dropping the first day of March, I believe, uh, or February 29th, if you're a Patreon subscriber, will be featuring Zalothra, the Elder of Light, the lead singer and frontman of the theatrical metal band Plagues. So come tune in for that. I'm really excited so we've had some highs and some lows today yeah we've had the the questions picked for that for a long time we've had the questions picked for that for a very long time but there's always the back and forth when you try to work with people who have like an actual schedule versus just us where this is mandatory fun time although 
I guess, very important event today. The kitties. It's their birthday. It's kitty birthday? I have a birthday girl in my lap. Oh my god, how old are they? Four. <coughs> They're pandemic year babies. Babies. Oh <laughs> my god. Four-year-old boy. My birthday boy and my birthday fish, as I've been calling them all <laughs> So that, oh my god, that means Elphaba's gonna be five, because she was a 2019. Mm-hmm. Harley will be four in June. <sighs> yep. Oh, I don't like that. It also means I've had them three years now, because I got them when they were one. Beepies. February of 2021. Amazing. Yeah, she, she settled in, at least. Aw. We'll see how she, long that lasts. She is laying on my other hand, though, so I... My water's over here. <laughs> Suffer. Can I, can I at least have this hand? I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna slide- Oh, she's not happy I'm sliding my hand out. Haha. <laughs> you got it? Yep. Alright, um... I wanna start off, even though technically I jumped right in because I had things to say, but I wanna start off with the first thing that I actually have written down for today, not just a thing that happened to me. Uh, we got the 2024 Oscar nominations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do we have any thoughts? Because I sure do. I mean, I saw your notes, but the, the thing is, like, I'm much more of a TV than a movie person, and I am always, like, a million years behind on movies. Fair enough. Like, oh, um, sure. Yeah, there has been much talk about the fact that Barbie was nominated for best picture and for best adapted screenplay without any nominations for Barbie herself, Margot Robbie, or Greta Gerwig, who directed the movie. Okay, that is, yeah, pretty messed up. And like, Don't here's the thing, it. there are other extremely notable snubs. There's this sort of discourse online about how like, oh, you know, how, how dare you be like annoyed at this when like, this is like the first uh lily gladstone is the first uh native american woman ever to be nominated for best actress and that is extremely sad but also freaking awesome but there's this sort of discourse online about like oh how dare you be annoyed by this thing when like this is only the first native american woman to ever be nominated and again like that is so fucked up i am 100 percent with you there i just think it is so very telling that like a movie about how, like, women are, like, pushed to the side. Ryan Gosling gets a gets a Best Supporting Actor nomination, which, frankly, in my personal opinion, he deserves. That man acted. Like, yeah. I'm not mad that he got the nomination. It's, it's, it's just, it's so painfully on the nose, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm pissed off about. And, yeah. again, I think that I don't necessarily think that every best picture winner should also have the director win best director because I think it can vary like I think if I think the overall best picture doesn't necessarily always have the best director particularly if it's like sort of auteur film like the best director can absolutely not have the best overall and also the Oscars are, like, the Academy is kind of bullshit anyway, like, just put, that's where we're starting from, the Academy being kind of bullshit anyway. 
Yeah. But, like, to not have the person who directed a Best Picture nominee in the Best Director cat Like, what are we doing? Like, clearly, they made enough of an impact on the movie for it to be worthy of a Best Picture nomination. Why? Why are they not there? Why is it only ever one woman being nominated in, like, the Best Director category? I think, I mean, to be honest, when they have award nominations and then give the awards themselves i honestly just assume it has nothing to do with merit and it's all oh i'm sure i'm sure i'm absolutely certain that it is but like put on a better show yeah yeah no and that's what what's annoying about that is that there often does seem to be this sort of like assumption like, oh, we, we did this one good thing. Exactly. It's been... always like, oh, there's, like, and yeah. it varies from year to year. It'll be like, oh, there's a bunch of white men, but there's one black man. Or there's a bunch of white men, but there's one Asian person. There's a bunch of white men, but also there's one woman. It's like, but it's, it's it not just could that. just it's be like... a bunch of different people. Yes. But it's, it's not even just that. It's that they do it and they're like, why are you complaining we did this one thing, and it's like... Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, that's not nearly enough. But, um, yeah, but also, one thing being good doesn't make all the bad things acceptable. It's all right. But There's also, my man, Ryan Gosling, was, of course, a consummate professional and released a statement saying, like, hey, I'm very grateful for the nomination. Um, There is no movie for me to act in without these two, so what the hell are you doing? Which, king shit, love him, that is Kennergy. Yeah, and I saw that he mentioned America Ferrera in his uh, statement as well. Which, like, massive congrats to America Ferrera. Fantastic. Love her. So happy that she got nominated. Cannot believe that there was an entire TV show in the 2000s that was just like, hey, this woman is unattractive. And it's America Ferrera? I know. It's in the title. Not even just unattractive. Ugly, Betty. Look at her. Well, I mean, it's kind of like in, in the Barbie movie when she's trying to say that she's not pretty anymore and they're like, Margot Robbie is absolutely not. Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, there are definitely some good things, but some massive, massive disappointments as well. And um, I was a little surprised, uh, no noms for Saltburn. Yes, I noted that, um, which I still haven't seen it. I have it. It's on... Prime, and I have it on my list. So just... And I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of. Maybe I just feel that way because I liked that movie, and I know of several other people who did, and were kind of like, "Oh, I'm surprised I saw nothing." Um, but like, because I know Emerald Fennel, Pro- uh, Promising Young Woman, was nominated for Oscars, correct? Google. Where's my phone? Oh, you want me to Google it? Is that the reason? I thought you might know. No. This is the first week of class. I haven't even looked at my phone or anything in, like, days. Oh my god, why did I not know that? I don't know. Am I a bad friend? No. <laughs> Promising but I am only Oscar. right now. Technically. Physically. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. It was nominated. Promising Young Woman was nominated for an Oscar. So I guess it surprised me in that somebody who already had a Best Picture nomination under their belt 
directed another movie that was kind of talked about in artsier circles, and that movie didn't receive any nominations. That was just, like, that's why it's kind of surprising to me, I guess. Yeah. I know you said artsier, but I heard art-seer, and that kind of works as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, speaking of artsier, I... I heard it again, mm-hmm. art-seer. Yeah. You, I'm assuming you haven't watched the movie for the upcoming stream yet that will already have happened by the time people are seeing this. No. I would like to apologize. Oh, cool. Um, if, if we're if we're being fair, you did add it to the possible list, but I'm I'm I selected it from the list. So and the thing like... is, I added it based on rating alone. So yeah. just know yeah. that I did not knowingly force you to watch art house anime. <laughs> well. But I'm the one that, like, Googled it, read the description, was like, this sounds super weird. It is super weird. Here's the thing. I loved it. I really, really liked it. I don't know what that is gonna... what that says for your experience, necessarily, because we very much agree on some things, and we very much don't on others, so... Yep. You, the audience, will know what the verdict was by the time this has happened, but uh, this is uh, reaching your ears and eyes, but, um... We don't know what happened yet. It's kind of funny, because they might know something right now that I don't know. Like Whack. I like they're seeing the future, because they'll know a thing that I don't yet know that I've said. Like, they, they know what I thought of it, but I don't yet know what I thought of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are some of my Oscar nomination hot takes that I kind of just wanted to put out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And another thing that I just wanted to put out there, um, here's something I almost cried laughing at. This is a tweet from at singing birth, whatever, um, which reads, I visited a gun shop in Indiana once and had to use the bathroom. Inside was a portrait of a naked man with a thick wooden board covering where his private part would be. Curiosity got the best of me, and I tried to lift the board. It let off an air horn throughout the whole store. What do you even do? Um, that is, quite honestly, genius. That is ge- Like, I would uh, have to exit out the window. Yeah, I, I mean, the... <laughs> The original poster, like in a follow-up, said this was like two years ago. I had to walk, of, I had to walk of shame myself out of the store as the old shop owners laughed me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because what if there was a window? Like you're in the back of the store. There's no windows, no exits. The only thing you can do is walk past the like the front counter. Oh my god, I would set myself on fire. <laughs> like, but like one, who thinks of that? And wow. two, like that is one of the most geniusly funny things I've ever. <laughs> And I, I kind of want to talk to the shop owner because I want to know yeah. how often that happens. You know, do they still laugh every time or after a while does it just get... Because it's got to startle them. Here's the thing. I think I probably would laugh every single time. Because it's just like... It's not even a like, oh, I'm looking for some dick thing. It's just like, what the, f- like, what the fuck is this? Like, why? What? I would just have like a sign on the front of the counter that's hidden when people come in and if I hear the air horn go off, I just flip it over and it says pervert. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That yeah, I like. 
it's interesting too because i wonder like if anybody has been so mad they're like i will never go to this business again i'm gonna leave bad reviews i'm gonna guess because they're so embarrassed guessing the type of individual that perhaps might be frequenting a gun store i feel like that has to have happened yes yeah right because it's like this is not and i'm sure Here's the thing. This is a very left-leaning podcast. I don't know if we have a ton of listeners who would be frequenting a gun store anyway, but, like, this is not me saying that everyone who has ever, like, gone skeet shooting or goes hunting is, like, oh, you know, toxic masculinity and horrible. But there are some trends I've observed in people who, um... partake in the the shooting sports shall we say personality traits that being drawn to yeah. using them. yeah and i think for a lot of people like i think there's two ways to react to embarrassment like that you're either just like kind of sheepish and you're like i don't want to be perceived anymore or you or own it anger i was gonna okay well because no some people are so embarrassed and they don't know how to deal with their feelings and so they just lash out at other people and i feel like that lead to potential drawbacks it's not oh i should be ashamed of myself it's like you people suck i mean yeah you are the one who did it bro yeah yeah and i feel like that's a that's a common response but yeah um i saw that and i wheezed for about five minutes nice so i thought that I would share that with the world. Even though technically it was already shared with the world when it was put on Twitter, but I'm just drawing even more attention to it. More of the world. Yeah, there we go. Um, here's another mundane poll from the Shit You Should Care About Twitter account. Uh, do you put your head under in the bath? No. Sometimes. Why? Like, if I want the glitter from the bath bomb in my hair. Why would you want that? I want to be shimmery. I want to be a mermaid. You're putting things on your body. You're supposed to be cleaning things off your body. Oh, the the, the bath is never for cleaning me. No, no, I mean, it's that's not me either, but... The bath is for vibes only. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't use bath bombs. I only use, like, bubble bath. Oh, see, I'm a bath bomb gal. No, I've tried them before, and then they don't seem to, like, fully disintegrate very well sometimes, and then you just got, like, stuff you're sitting on in the tub, and it's unpleasant. Okay, fair enough. Um, But yeah, no, sometimes. Sometimes I want the glitter in my hair. No, for me, like, the point of a bath, yes, is, is entirely vibes. Well, for me, it's also, like, I am in so much pain from whatever run I've just had. Okay, um, I mean, yeah, that that's a bonus for me as well. I don't run, but sometimes I'm like, hmm, today's been rough. It's yeah. time for a soak-in. But yeah, no, the purpose of the bath is never to clean myself. Yeah, no, I shower before I take a bath. Oh, I do the opposite. I shower immediately after. Nah. Because, like, I want... I don't want to have to, like, stand up and, like, do the quote-unquote work of cleaning myself after I have done all my, like relaxed lounging if i know i'm clean when i go in that's fine see what's interesting to me is like i first of all i will not even take a bath unless i wash the tub first oh same yeah so i know everything's fine but it's all kosher 
I still feel like I'm gross. I just there's just something about marinating in water that makes me feel unclean, regardless of whether the water is clean or the tub is clean. Interesting. I feel like human soup, and I need to wash off the. You don't uh, like to. You don't like to feel like soup. No, it's not really not really my thing. Okay, fair so, enough. So, usually, um, again, most of the time when I soak, it's because I've run a race or something like that, and I'm really sore, and I've got to do the Epsom salt stuff. So I immediately go in, like I'll I clean the tub and then go in sweaty because I'm still sweaty. Oh, yeah. Around. See, no, that's not what I do. And then I just kind of sit there. I get as far down as I can. My dream is to have one of those like really deep tubs one day. Same. Oh my god. Here's the thing. I want a bathtub that can comfortably sit two people and have them be covered at least up to their shoulders. Not even necessarily for like, ooh, sensual, romance. I just want to be able to submerge myself. Because I know if I have a bath that's big enough to have two people covered, like at least up to their shoulders, then I am golden. Yes. Yes. And like, again, a little, I'm I'm not against a little, you know, yeah. romance all right certainly not complaining but, especially um, if you get one of the ones that has jets yes with a little hot tub essentially amazing um yeah, yeah. i, I want to be able to be uh submerged up to my neck because when i do like weightlifting and stuff too i want to be able to soak the shoulders and things mm, yeah. yeah that's my that's my great dream that but, would be nice yeah so i just Everything from the neck down, I would like to be soaked. And then once I've soaked sufficiently, then I shower off and get all the Epsom salt off me and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, you know, whenever I am taking a bath, it's always like with something like nice and like scented. And I want to mm-hmm. smell like that. Like I want to smell like vanilla. Interesting. I don't want to be washing that off. Ooh, I don't want to be washing that off of myself immediately after I'm done. And again, like the hair thing, like... If I want the mermaid glitter in my hair, then yes, absolutely. That is so strange to me. I hate glitter. I mean, I love it in the fact, in the sense that it is very pretty. I like shiny things, but I hate it in terms of it gets everywhere and it haunts you forever. I will not put glitter on my person. Noted. Okay. Yeah. So that I do not get at all. But so, but thinking about like. For most people, and first of all, in the poll, it was like two-thirds of people said no, I believe it was. Like 67%. Okay, so I'm not, like, that glaringly wrong. (laughs) But, like, for the people that said they do, I think those are probably either people that are, like, bathing for cleanliness, you know, like, instead of a shower. Yeah. Or people... People in movies that like to do the dramatic thing where you're sitting there and you're frustrated and you go under, like, uh, Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. I mean not frustrated but i've also been there mentally so like yeah i mean first of all to me the the point of it isn't to put my head under because again for me it's about soaking the muscles yeah Um, second of all usually there's stuff in there that i don't want in my hair and third of all my tub's just not that big and you'd have to like have your legs like squished or up in the air or like i don't don't really get what kind of tubs do these people have where that's a thing that's easy to do Oh, there's a house I used to dog sit at that had a gigantic fucking tub. And every time I knew I was staying there to watch the dogs for like a week, I would go to Target and buy like three bath bombs. And just like, it was amazing. I had this boyfriend in college. His parents had like the biggest bathroom I have ever seen in my life. I don't know why it was that big. 
it was like they knocked out a wall and used two bedrooms to make a bathroom. That's a little so unnecessary. Was, yeah, but right in the middle, like up on a pedestal, they had a tub that was essentially like a hot tub. And I never got to use it because it was my boyfriend's parents' house, you know, but yeah, I looked at that when I would like visit over there and go to the bathroom, I would just look at it longingly like, that looks amazing. So valid. Um, you know, we'll, we'll clip, we'll clip this if you decide that this is quote unquote podcast inappropriate. I don't think it is. Um, we've, we've both admitted to something that is not illegal in New York State, partaking in the devil's lettuce. Um, I was thinking about Beelzebub's arugula. Beelzebub's arugula, yeah. Um, you ever? I guess here's the thing that I, I recommend that I find very enjoyable. Um, get high in the bathtub. Hmm. Smoke a little weed while you take a bubble bath. It's really nice. I can see that. My concern would be that I would splash water. <laughs> so that, I think it'd be better in a deeper tub. That way, that would go down. You know the the risk. Fair enough. Yeah, but um, that's a that's a recommendation from me to you, or for anyone listening to and watching this. Um, if you are of age, if you, if you can safely get your hands on whatever, smoke a little weed in the bathtub. It's nice. I can't remember if I mentioned, we have a recreational dispensary, like, a couple miles from me now. Oh, no shit! Hell yeah, rock on. Opened a few weeks back, a couple months ago, whatever it was. Yeah, Yeah, I think there um, is one closer to me now. But whatever. Yeah, um, my bathroom is tiny. That's the major thing I hate about this place. My bathrooms are so little. Yeah, my bathroom is not particularly large either. But the one thing about that that I do like is because my toilet is so close to my my shower i set up my tablet on the toilet lid and watch tv while i'm in the tub here's the thing i could do that i just because the way my bathroom is structured i just have not yet and also i don't have a tablet yeah well i mean i mean yours is a little bit further than mine just because of the orientation being different just a tad yeah you could manage it yeah, it's it's nice. I'll just throw on like Netflix and just chill there. That does sound absolutely um, delightful. The reason it popped in my head is because if I were high from the tub, that would be probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, yeah. There's a caveat. Be careful. Yeah. yeah. If you do indeed choose to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing I immediately see is like, what are all the risks? This sounds like I would probably do something not good. Yeah. So, with that um, disclaimer yeah. in mind. Yeah, yeah so, I, I guess it depends on what, to you, the purpose of a bath is, what that you put your head under. Yeah, because, like, to clean yourself, you kind of have to. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, you know, not everyone can stand in the shower. I get it. It'd yeah, be like that. Some, it'd be like that sometimes. Um, so here's another thing that I kind of just came up with because of a thing that happened. Um, what are some of the most unpleasant physical, like, sensations and experiences that aren't, they're not actually, like, painful or, like, immediately, like, hazardous? Not like there's, like, you know, something dangerous touching your skin. What makes you want to... Put your fist through a window. Peel all of your skin off of your body. 
that really is just so trivial. The second I saw this question, I knew what the answer would be because it's something I constantly rant about. Well, not constantly, but fairly frequently. I have maintained that there are fewer things in this world that are more upsetting than a mysterious wetness. Valid. Particularly if you sit in it. Yes. So you get on a public bus, you sit in a seat, you feel the liquid seeping through your pants. Yeah, no, that's What bad. is the liquid? Probably it this. Could, it could just be water. Somebody spilled their water. Sure. Yeah. It could be coffee or soda. It could also or be yeah. this. What? Right? Like, yeah. No. I am. I find it so viscerally upsetting. And it doesn't even have to be that you sit in it. Like, if I'm just out somewhere and I put my hand down, I'm like, why is my hand wet? If I know there's no liquids around, you know? Yeah, no, that's bad. That's very bad. It's um, just damp. It's not going to hurt you, but... I know what Kyle's is. When oh, you, yeah? You know, um, when you got socks on in the kitchen and you step in a little, little like a little drip? Yeah, see? Wet what? socks? <laughs> I would like I yeah. have to like restrain him from like shoving his hand in a garbage disposal <laughs> if there's even like a drop of water on his socks. Interesting. He do- he does know he can just take the sock off. He would rather die than not be wearing a sock than just like have experienced the sensation uh, or like be experiencing it even for a nanosecond. Yeah, I mean, I think wetness in general can cause a lot of problems or like when you wash your hands and your Mm -hmm. sleeve slides back down a little bit and it gets slightly damp and you just have to deal with it until it goes away i've done that like four times today deeply unpleasant yeah um here is one that whenever this happens to me it is not it's a physical experience not necessarily a sensation um when this happens i want to murder everyone um if i am watching a movie and someone starts watching something on their phone Mm, so the competing sounds the competing sounds and here's the thing it's not that every competing sound that's ever happened like makes me mad like if i am for example playing a video game uh, out on my tv on my switch i have the sound on there's like the game music going on if someone like sends me a tiktok or whatever I can pull it up and watch it. That's fine. Like, without having to, like, turn the game off or something like that. Like, that's okay. But if I'm, like, watching a movie and somebody, like, starts scrolling through TikTok, my sister does this. Who does that? My sister. Basic etiquette? Like... Like, I want I, w- I want to put my fist through a window. I want to, like, rip the TV off of the wall. If I am not the reason for a competing sound, like, if I did not initiate the competing sounds and I am not going to be the one to end the competing sounds, <gasps> the rage that fills me is inhuman. I can see that. Like, again, it's so not a big deal for me to, like, if I have a show, like, a show on for background noise while I'm, like, cross-stitching or whatever, and someone sends me something real quick, like, yeah, I can take a quick look if there's sound. It's not going to bother me, but, like, oh, my God, when someone else does it. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And I think it's not, it's not just the competing salad. It's like the audacity. That too. Because it's like... Just go to a different room. Yeah. Be somewhere else and that's what you're going to do. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. get that. I don't understand that. No. So that, um, yeah, I hate that. It's very bad. I don't like it. Hmm. I also okay. hate, um, all of my clothing, like, has to lay against my skin perfectly. Hmm. Like, if I'm in bed, like, I have to make sure that I can't feel any, like, wrinkles in my pajama, like, on my pajama shirt. Like, I can't have it, like, kind of bunched up. It has to be perfectly smooth under, like, whatever plane of my body is lying on the bed. Same. That, I hate it. And I feel like I feel it down to, like, such minute little... Like, tiny imperfections. Yeah, I definitely, like, make sure all my seams are lined up and stuff. I don't want it to be twisted. Yep, I hate that. My hair hair has to be perfectly placed. Like, if I'm laying on my side, it used to be that I always make sure, like, I do this. That way I don't lay on my hair. But now I have to have just enough hair covering my ear. Otherwise, like, my earrings squeak on the pillowcase. I'm sorry, they What? Yeah. Well, I use um, satin pillowcases. Oh. Yeah. So, I, I it, both sides, because I have the earrings that are always there. So now I'm like, all right, cover these earrings, and then I can lay down. It's very all right, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, your socks being turned around? 
just the sneeze in general. Yeah, no, yeah. I hate that. And, um, when your layers of clothing, like when something is wrinkled underneath something else, or like bunched up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 99% of the time. That is why I almost never wear shirts under sweatshirts, which you can see that I am very clearly doing today. But that's because, um, sure, I'll admit this, I often don't wear a bra. Mm -hmm. And if, like, this, if the kind of, like, the stiffer fabric letters that you can feel, like, on the other side of the sweatshirt, against, yeah, the embroidery against, like, the bare tit, no. That is so much more unpleasant Mm -hmm. than the potential of having, like, my shirt bunched up under my sweatshirt. Interesting. Because I, I mean, I was not aware of that because I always wear t-shirts under my sweatshirts. No. (gasps) So, I was too aware There's too many layers to keep track of. I don't like it. No, I, I like the option to, like, remove layers as needed. Here's the thing. I'm not against that. And, like, if I know I'm going to be in a situation where, like, okay, we're, like, we're going out for the day and we're starting out early in the morning, like, you know, sun's still coming up, it's going to be a little chilly. Like, if I plan for it, like, that's fine. But if I'm just, like, chilling at home, mm-mm. Even at home, like, if I'm going to do something like, oh, I want to wash these few dishes real quick, I don't want my sleeves getting in the way. So I just take off the sweatshirt, do the dishes, and I can put it back on, you know? Yeah like that it's always been you know convenient that way i'm prepared for all contingencies fair enough and for some reason layering with t-shirts feels a little different and maybe that's just because the shirt that i tend to layer with like the like the white one that i'll put under like a black shirt for example like the white long sleeve is slightly more form-fitting and then the black shirt is looser so like it it's not really gonna like bunch up or like snag on itself but it just feels different for whatever reason. And also maybe because there's no elastic happening on the shirt that's on top. Like there's no elastic on the bottom for the like the undershirt to be getting bunched up around. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's Either. why. Yeah. So the shirt isn't tight enough for the elastic on the bottom to really make a difference. Yeah. They just kind of like... T-shirts and sweatshirts almost, like, fuse together into one, you know, in a way they're just, like... Mm, no. Like spooning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. So I was not aware that was a weird thing. I can't stand things that are too close to my neck. I like, don't... turtlenecks. Oh, I don't really have a problem with that. I have a couple turtleneck sweaters that I enjoy. Nope. You know what Mitch Hedberg said about turtlenecks? Oh, yeah, it's like being strangled by a really weak guy. It's like you're being choked by a really, really weak guy. Yeah, okay. And I don't necessarily condone the use of this word, but it's the word he used. He's like, so if you were in a turtleneck and a backpack, it's like a midget's trying to take you down. What other things do I find? My mom's even worse. She won't wear t-shirts because she feels like they're too close. She'll only wear the v-necks. I don't like a v-neck. I feel exposed. V-necks. Firm. You don't get it as often, but... Or, it's not even that. Like, I'm very comfortable, like, 
wearing like mm-hmm. yeah exposing <laughs> myself i mean sure why not i've dressed up as dr frankenfurter at various rocky horror picture shows this should come as a surprise to nobody oh here's a thing i fucking hate i hate the like women's cut t-shirts where the sleeves are like really really short and like yeah. especially like the bottom of the sleeve is like completely and totally in like in your yeah. arm oh i hate it i hate it so much i hate women's cut t-shirts they never fit right they're always like tighter in such an uncomfortable way yeah. i feel like i don't have full range of arm mobility awful zero out of ten i'm mad that they even exist like oh for it to be appropriate for a woman it has to be tighter and yeah smaller. no fuck that no yeah no they're just uncomfortable like i have a couple of like that type just from various things um and some of them i just get a little bit bigger and they're not as bad like my my y'all need science t-shirt is technically a women's cut but it's you know it's fine but when you look at them they actually have like an hourglass shape like they've intentionally cut them inward bullshit why the t-shirt is more comfortable yeah. than other ones. No, it's know? so dumb. I hate it. I hate women's cut t-shirts so much. The sensations of wearing a women's cut t-shirt. Anything where, like, the, like any t-shirt where, like, the sleeves, like, are just, con- like, you don't have full range of motion pisses me off. Like, there's some clothing where, like, okay, I know what I'm signing up for. This is, like, kind of, like, a stiff or, like, a delicate fabric. I'm not, you know, it's a fancy event. I'm not going to be moving around that much anyway. Like, that's fine. Just in my day-to-day life, I don't need that. No. No, I don't I don't get it. And it really drives me nuts because sometimes there have been like races that I've done mm-hmm. where you get a t-shirt and they don't like ask you if you want like a unisex or a women's cut. They just assume. But, but because you're in there with your gender being female, they give you the women's cut. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, just because I identify as female, I deserve a tighter t-shirt. I deserve an, un- yeah, no, I deserve an uncomfortable shirt. No. Yeah. Why, why would I want that? So that's, that's what some of my women's pet shirts are, is that I've gotten them from races. I'm like, well, now I can't, I'm not going to wear this. Yeah. That's disappointing. That sucks. You it's absolutely my- hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah, bothers me. I don't, mm-hmm. Hmm. And this has been we rave about uncomfortable yeah. clothing. What else is deeply unpleasant but in the end inconsequential? Yeah, I mean, I, I think in general having wet clothes. That's that's all that keeps coming to mind. Like wet jeans in particular. Yeah. They take like 20 years to dry. Kyle has such a problem with wet jeans that like, even when he's like watching like an action movie where it's like, oh, the bus crashes into the river, he like sees a person get wet and like can't stop thinking about it. How uncomfortable it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. And then you get like chafing. God, that's another thing where it's like one of those things where it's like it's technically not that bad, but God, when it's happening, do I want to set myself on fire? Mm. Horrendous. This might be bordering on TMI, but one of those Ragnars I did last year, it poured down rain during one of my legs. And I, you know, runners, you would typically use Glide, 
you know, like a lubricant for your skin for your skin rubs together. I forgot to do that. My thighs. Bad. I can still feel it. The pain. Hate that. Hate that. I, yeah, I definitely wanted to set myself on fire. I'm like, I would like to not be living right anymore at this point. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a seven miles or something up a mountain. Ew, gross. In the middle of the night. Hate that for you. Yeah, so that was a good time. Nope, it's the worst. I hate it. Bad. Yeah, that was last September. Yeah, life is full of tiny things that make you wish you were never born. I mean, for the aside from your competing sound one, these have mostly been like, you know, touch sensations. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to think about the other senses, you know? And it's like, like visual things that don't really affect you negatively, but nonetheless are super irritating. Does your mouth ever just taste bad? I don't think so. That, like, it's it's so rare, but sometimes I'm just like, I'm gross. And, like, for what? I haven't eaten anything weird today. And then I have to, like, go brush my teeth to make it go away. And I don't know if it's just, like, a, I don't know, unlucky combination of, like, things that I happened to eat or drink that day. But I'll just be sitting there, and I've, like, been, like, you know, perhaps just, like, sipping on, like, some water for, like, 45 minutes. And I'm like, why, why... Why am I experiencing disgusting right now? Interesting. Although that did make me think of sort of a twofer one. Hit me with it. When you try to swallow a pill and you gag on it. Why has that been happening to me so much lately? Right. So first of all, that's like a just terrible sensation, right? You're like, ugh, like you're sick. Horrendous. Certain pills have a horrible taste. And when you gag on them, then that taste is in your mouth. And I, the multivitamin I take every day for some reason tastes so, so bad. And it's big. And so sometimes I gag on it and I'm like, oh my God, not only does this like, this sensation suck in terms of the feeling of it, but now I have this taste in my mouth and it's making me feel like I'm going to be sick. Yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) Actually, no, I know why. Never mind. I'll, I'll tell you after. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else and then I forgot. Shit. I have floaters in my eye and I get irrationally angry at them sometimes. Oh, I hate that fucking fabric where it, like, catches every single particle of, like, slightly dry skin. Mmm. God, I had a pair of leggings like that. It felt like a cat tongue. In the way that it would just snag everything. You know what I mean? I hated it. Fucking hated it. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about cat tongues. What a weird texture. I also, um, okay, you know when, (laughs) do you know when you go, like, to your friend's house for a sleepover or whatever, and, like, they give you the blanket that's awful? No? What kind of friends did you have? No. It's like this weird fleece material and it has like this silk, fake silk border edge. Sure. 
I don't know. Something about it just screams like '90s or whatever. It's just like the, it. It's the blanket that sucks. Interesting. I I'm swear to sure. God, if I Google right now the blanket that sucks, it will um, come up. I'm pretty sure that I have a blanket in my closet that is fleece that has sort of a um, like a, a border around the edges that I wouldn't call it silk or whatever. Uh, but it's probably from the '90s. That's probably it. But it no, has like a I don't want a blanket that says everything sucks. I'm. <laughs> it has some sort of design. It's like wolves or something. I don't know. I'd have to look at it. I don't think I've looked at it since the '90s. It's probably going to be gotten rid of soon. No, what is? The internet has to know what I'm talking about. Or is this a hyper-specific experience? No, it's not. I swear to God, I've seen a Tumblr post saying almost this exact same thing. Awful blanket texture. No, not TikTok. So they have hospital blankets that are sort of like that? Yeah, maybe that. Like, oh, someone, mm, I gotta find this. No, it's like, it's fleece, and there's a silk border, and it sucks so much, and I know I haven't just encountered it at my house. <laughs> someone has to know what I'm talking about. It's the blanket that fucking sucks. Kyle! Come here. We need. I need to. Do you, I need to know if you know what I'm talking about for the podcast? You can be on camera if you want, but you don't have to be. Okay. Here he is. Hi. Um. Do you know when you like go to your friend's house for a sleepover, and we're talking about things that are like small things in life that are deeply unpleasant. And they give you the blanket that fucking sucks. Mm, no. It's like a fleece material, but it's bad. And then it has like a fake silk trim on the edge. And it's just really, un like, deeply unpleasant. Okay, I don't even remember having fleece blanket at my house. <laughs> so, maybe I'm the wrong person for this conversation. <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you for your input. You're welcome. <laughs> I forgot for a second that he can't hear me. No, he can't hear you. But I'll pass on something if you'd like. Well, I, I, I was just trying to provide him context that you're convinced of C Universal experience. I've seen memes about this before, I swear. I will do everything in my power to try and find this. Maybe Google, like, shitty sleepover blankets. No. Oh, I'm gonna do that right now. <laughs> shitty sleepover <laughs> blanket. Yeah, maybe the word shitty will get you closer, you know, because it's more, like, complaint. Oh my god, wait, is this it? No. Oh man, I was gonna be real excited if it was. I, I found it. I found it. I'm sending this to the Discord right now. Wow. I knew it. I knew I wasn't crazy. Thank you for for giving me that verbiage. This is why they gave me a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, it's somebody sent it. Somebody sent a screen. Somebody took a screenshot of the top of the post I was thinking of from Reddit. Uh-huh. When you go to a friend's house to stay the night and get stuck with the scratchy blanket, you know the one. It's made of wool. It has a satiny trim that tries to deceive you into thinking that this will be a nice blanket experience, but it's not. Every house has one. It's buried deep in the bowels of the linen closet under some afghans and a comforter with the down coming out of it, but make no mistake, the scratchy blanket is there and it waits. Yes. That's showing where the key understand misunderstanding was coming from because you kept saying fleece, but it's wool. Yeah, okay. Very- so fleece, but it sucks is wool. <laughs> <laughs> because if you had said a wool blanket, then I would have known what you were talking about. Okay, but I was yeah. Because fleece, fleece is usually soft, and that's why I was confused. I see. I always because I was a kid, I always just assumed it had like gone through the dryer way too many times and had gotten all like fucked up. Yeah, no, wool blankets. Those those used to be a big thing. They were much more common. Yeah, bad. I hate them. Just, like, stuffed animals have gotten so much softer these days than they were back then. Like, we've developed better soft technology than was possible back in the day. Yeah. Like, when I look at stuffed animals from my childhood, like, they technically were stuffed and had some form of fake fur and whatnot. But it was very pleasant. But stuffed animals now, I'll pick them up at the store, and I'm like, oh my god. What, did they make this out of clouds? Just yeah. Like, you know, like, squishmallows are so big now for a reason. Like, if you took a squishmallow and handed it to a kid in the 1980s, it would blow their minds. So, yes, the softness of things has changed a lot. Interesting. I never really even thought about that. Yes. But, um... Uh, I'll, I'll hand you some stuffed animals from my childhood. You can see. I mean... Gary. Well, he doesn't count. But that's the thing. I feel like he was also kind of supposed to be, like, very shape-holding. Yes, because he's designed to hold a thing so you can squeeze him and he meows. So. Um, But also, I didn't get him until high school. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, then maybe maybe I am wrong. Um, But I think, unless we have anything else to say about just deeply unpleasant but small experiences, um, I think that's going to bring us to the weekly worsening. Sure. I'm not complaining about fabrics and wetness. Um. I started playing Animal Crossing again. I know. I am back on my bullshit with Animal Crossing. Yep. I I missed my island. I missed my villagers. We are Nintendo friends, and it likes to call us out. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was playing Animal Crossing, and I saw that it gave me the notification that you were on. So I just sent you that meme that's like, I can see you, bitch. I'm just sitting there playing my Zelda, and it's like, you know, Bridget is playing Animal Crossing. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Keep playing. <laughs> and I, like, I see my phone pops, the text pops up on my phone. I'm like, I bet that's her. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm back on my Animal Crossing bullshit. I bought a lot of turnips on my island. I'm probably gonna lose bells on said turnips, because the price keeps going down. I've never played Animal Crossing. I've seen you play it before. But when you say things like that, 
I have trouble understanding the appeal. Okay. Um, The appeal is that you get to pretend you live on a cute little island away from the horrors of late-stage capitalism. Yeah, but, like, why is it it fun to, like, plant turnips? No, you don't plant them. You see, it's the the stock market. So there's this little, little... You're trading stocks. Yeah, there's this little pig who shows up on your island every Sunday, and she sells turnips, and the price varies. So, you, you know, you try to buy low, sell high. How is that not capitalism? It is capitalism. It's just that in this universe, um, at least I can pay off my debt to a raccoon. Unlike in real life. When, when you owe raccoons money and you get <laughs> Yeah, you buy your, well, technically he's not a raccoon, he's a tanuki, but that's the guy oh. you buy your house from on the island. Okay. Yeah, so I'm majorly back on my Animal Crossing bullshit, and I've also started playing Elder Scrolls online. So that's gonna be bad, too. So, lots of gaming. Lots of gaming, yeah. something. The gremlin in my brain that loves gaming has awoken, has been awake, and is continuing to stay awake. Mm-hmm. As has been the trend for several of our last worsenings. You're making me want to go play video games. I haven't played since whatever day that was, Friday? I mean, you can. You just have to say how you're worse this week and then you can go play video games. <laughs> no, I gotta go back to work because it's the first week of class. Ugh, gross, rip. And that's the thing, like, I've been busy nonstop. Like, I haven't even, like, I keep looking at my phone, I'm like, look at all these messages, and then I put it back down, because I gotta go back to do things, and mm-hmm. I had non-stop meetings all day yesterday, classes and meetings, no break. I heated up some food, and I was like, I'm gonna eat lunch, and then somebody came in my office, and then it was cold. And... So this week has been bananas, which is to say that I haven't had much time to make myself worse, but, but. Um, I think the major way is that I started knitting a new sweater and I became very obsessed with it because it is knitted in a very weird way. Okay. Where you're, you knit it from like end of sleeve across the chest to the end of the other sleeve. First, you know, you know, start from the top and then work your way down. And I was obsessed with getting the sleeves done so I could just work on, like, the torso part that's nice and easy. And you just go in circles knitting. Huh. And there's, like, Whack. there's lace panels on the sleeves. It's a whole thing. Um, I mean, I'm impressed. Yeah, it's, it's a very weird construction. But I wanted to get through all, like, the little, um... What's the word I'm looking for? It's gestures. Oh my god. Why? Minutiae? No. It's like, um... Like, there's like all these, like, little tiny details that are sort of, I don't want to call them tedious, but like, fiddly, I think is the word I'm looking for. Okay, yeah. The word fiddly is, is often used in, like, knitting and crochet communities to explain things that are, um, just kind of tricky and annoying to do i guess yeah uh and it certainly is because i had to do all these short rows and i converted the rapid turn short rows to german short rows and that was confusing me and then it was like this whole thing but um i was up so i got up at 5 a.m yesterday because that's my you know work day wake up time 
Gross. And then I was up until 1.30 in the morning. But I finished the sleeves last night. So All right. I, I mean, I, I would say why, but clearly it got you results, so. Yeah, right? But that's like, that's that's very much making me worse because I'm like, I, I should have gone to sleep. Yeah, probably. Um, but no, I just, I just had to do it and I did it. And, you know. Yay. And it was like the end of the day I was going to bed and I was like, oh, I didn't answer any messages today. And I picked up my phone to text you back and I looked at the clock and I was like, wait, it's 1.30. <laughs> nice. So yeah. proud. And then, and then I didn't set an alarm because um, I was like, ah, it's so late. I'm going to sleep. I, you know, I, I need, I don't want to wake up super early. I got to catch up a little bit. And I woke up at 12.30. So I've been scrambling to get stuff done today. Very proud. Well, <laughs> I think that's a good reason for us to wrap up, Bestie. Tell you at the time tomorrow. Oh, Godspeed. All right. Well, as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at brkelly98 and at nsarahsaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature or consider subscribing to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.